So, Aisha. What's up? Did you meet any black people this week? I did. I did. I um, have been taking my dog to the dog park every day mm. instead of just for walks because he um, does this new thing now where he whimpers if he gets near other dogs because he just really wants to play with them. So we're trying to let him cool. let him play more. Um, either way, we hung out for a while by ourselves, and then a black man approached with two dogs, and I think his name was Sonny. And he's a dog walker, and he's an older gentleman. He used to be a Marine, I think, in the Marine Corps. That's a thing, right? Yeah. And uh, so now he's retired and just takes care of dogs. And he was – see, dog people, people like people who have dogs, like their personalities are so funny to me. Like every dog person has some – quirk about them and they're usually a very talkative bunch and they want to like like I feel like people got dogs so they could make friends at the dog park I mean Um, I would imagine if you go to a dog park that yes you're there for your dog to socialize but you go socialize too because I wouldn't go to the dog park because I don't want to talk to people so my dog is going to be a dog that don't like running around and the dogs like, usually you know, take on the personalities of their owners, but that's not the point of this. The point is I met a black man at the dog park. So what was the black man like? <laughs> um, he reminded me of somebody's uncle. Oh, okay. And I guess some lady had left their dog with him to, for boarding and never came back. Oh shit. Um, but he also kept telling me all about his personal dog and like all his like rectal issues. <laughs> oh my god! Okay, can you tell me what period of time passed from the beginning to the end of this conversation? It was maybe like twenty, thirty minutes. But that's how it is at dog parks. People just want to tell you everything, wow. and you're just like, that was yeah, like, that that got serious real yes, quick. Yes, it was zero to a hundred. Like, wow, it's like yeah, you know, it would swell, and I'm like, why are you? Okay, like, my wait, head, let, like, why are next you person, me this? next person, please. Why Any other you? black people? Oh god. No, that was it, Laura. That's all I got. He seemed like a very nice man. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Um, but he was an oversharer. I hope his dog gets that situation. Oh, he got it. He feeds him okay, um, boiled okay. chicken I- and peas. <laughs> he loves English peas. But, you know, what, did you meet any black people this week? We, I did. None, were, none of them told me about rectal issues, thank God. No, um, not with their dogs, no? Okay. Nah, um, I had a few Uber drivers that were men of color, it was really clear to me right off the bat that this dude named Carlos would be. And so I get into the car, mad hype, mad excited. And I was like, hello, Carlos, I'm Laura. And he's like, oh, okay, cool. And then I wanted to call my mom because I hadn't spoken to her for a few days. Uh And so I spoke to her in Spanglish. And then he does the, oh, shit. And so then me and Carlos were talking about what it's like for him who was raised partially in Colombia And in Portland, Oregon. And then for me as an Afro-Latina and my identity in the Latin American community. And it was just great. I mean, the 20 minutes of my ride were commiserating. So good. So Uber drivers. um, I met a new Aisha. I don't like that, but her name is spelled differently. It usually Um, is. Okay. And she she would fill a different role in my life. This is mm-hmm. a non-threatening relationship. Mm-hmm. That or I'm maybe she don't feel no roles in your life, you know. Uh, no, no, well, if you want to come up here and braid my hair, miss. Oh, she braids? Ooh, she okay. Braids. How much she charge? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, but that ass though. So yesterday, <laughs> I've been telling Ivan. Okay, okay. I need to get my hair braided. He sees a black girl with her hair braided. And he's like, you should go just run up to her. I'm like, babe, we're in the car. I can't just run up to people while I'm in the car. But then... <laughs> 
we got out the car another time and these two black girls were braids and I was like hi I'm Laura excuse me who did your hair and they were like um excuse me and they point to their friend and she's like oh yeah I, I braid and I was like you got a business card she's like no but you can have my number and so all I know is on the 21st I'm meeting Aisha and I'm gonna get my hair braided um okay, okay. no but and- seriously how much does she charge um, it depends. If it's smaller braids, it's one ten. No, okay. if it's bigger braids, it's one ten. Smaller braids, one thirty. Which oh. I could fucks with because those are similar yeah. prices to what I get in Harlem. There was some other woman in Portland trying to charge me. We ain't gonna talk about her. We ain't gonna talk about her. I told you about the shea butter for like thirty five dollars, right? I was girl, very upset. Girl, I, can't, I can't. I walked right out. People. I walked right out. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I also met Gladys Knight, Billy Porter, no, Dion Warwick, no, you Diana did. Ross, and Tina Turner. Yes, I did. Is this like when you met Lupita? <laughs> no. This was similar. It's similar, though. I went to a drag show yesterday. And we're done. Nope, nope. <laughs> nope, nope. I'm all for drag shows, but you did not meet those actual people. So, moving on to any other Black people, Laura. <laughs> I be trying to fill up my Black people list. I no. I got Sunny from the dog park, okay? You get what you get, and you don't get I can't so, have the okay? <laughs> Not if it wasn't really Dion, okay? Oh, okay. All right. Anyhow. Fix it like Jesus. Fix it like Jesus. Fix it like Jesus. Fix it like Jesus. I knew it. I was like, this is some bullshit. She did not really do these people. Haters gonna hate, yo. Haters gonna hate. Anyhow. Tell the people your name, please. All right. My name is Aisha McGowan. And I'm Laura Solis. And this is Fix It Black Jesus. All right. I still have so, that ringtone. You keep saying you're going to do it. I know. I just need to do it. If it goes in the planner, it gets done. So maybe we'll I put it in the planner. Just do it right now. I, I have mine in my lap right now. Um, okay. So, so do I. This week for Yas Queen. It's getting better. It's getting better. Um, mm-hmm. You know what? It's getting better. <laughs> so this week, I am choosing Miss Gabby Douglas because it is her 21st birthday. And I thought oh my to myself, gosh. she's only 21. And she is I, a three-time. She's only 21 years old? Olympic gold medalist. What are we doing with our lives? Aisha, we're <laughs> failing. That's what we're doing. She's we are not 21. failing. You know, she just got a head start. We did a lot before 21, just not that. Right. You know, we didn't we get did. no gold medals, though. We did. I mean, we might have just not in the Olympics. True. True. Like, you know, I did some stuff. It wasn't the Olympics again, but I think. I like that. Let's not compare ourselves. I don't think others. we need to compare ourselves to others. We, and I started is. the comparison by asking what we're doing with our lives, but I think we're doing a lot with our lives. I'm going to answer that question. We're, gonna, we're doing a lot. Damn and skippy. Everybody, you know, they, they reach their success in their own time. I hope for Gabby's sake that she's just getting started. I would hate Hell to be, yeah. you know, but I think she's got a lot more in store for her, and I'm really excited to see what she does. And I'm really excited for her birthday. Yeah, I wonder how she's she gonna has. turn up. Turn up. Yeah, you know she's been through a lot. People tried to bring her down. This girl out here flipping, winning gold medals, and they worried about her hair. Like what? Is this like, really all shit. you got on me? Haters gonna hate. Though. They're always <laughs> trying to find something to nitpick on. Do you remember that? Um, the Chris Cock, Chris, was it Crocker video for 
it was like a fan of Britney Spears. He's still making videos, by the way. But anyway, it was the one where he's like crying because people kept like making fun of Britney Spears. And he's like, no. leave Britney alone. I, I, you don't I remember this? Watch, I would, I would oh my God. watch this. <laughs> I think no. I've seen it a billion times. I don't know why I was just <laughs> obsessed with this. Like, just and he was this. literally crying. He was crying. And like, he's like the that most how you beautiful. feeling about Gabrielle right now? He's a very beautiful gay white man. Um, okay. But yes, that's how I felt when they was like, Hating on her hair and trying like, to leave girl alone. Yeah, leave Gabby alone. Like, no, there were no tears, but you know, I felt it. Like, I got you. I got you. She was a teenager and she was doing the most she in the best possible way. Damn and right, nobody she was. cared about the achievements she was accomplishing. They were just concerned that her edges weren't laid. Like, get out of my face. No, not here for it. Mm, 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 mm. It was a good but year yes. for the for the black women. It, it was, was a good year for the Yas Queens. Yas Queens. See, you gotta. I just, I See, you just that. say it differently. That's all. Uh, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Maybe I'm I not like saying I say it the right way. I'm just, yeah, I say it maybe, differently. Maybe, yeah, let's go know. with that. <laughs> Whatever. Okay. Anyhow. So, yeah. Um, so, Kwanzaa is this week. We just celebrated. Tomorrow's the last day. Bunch of different holidays. And I see, okay. There's this thing going around the internet that's like things you can say to get your black card revoked. I think my, like, complicated relationship with Kwanzaa might be on that list. I am coming around. I'm coming around. I don't know. I feel like growing up in suburban New Jersey, mm-hmm. being tokenized was just a part of it. Like yeah. it was a pretty, I grew up in a pretty diverse town, but still everybody played their cultural roles. Like it was like the United Nations up in there. I have or, met your friends from, mm-hmm. from the Jersey. Most of them are of the Asian persuasion. They are of the Asian persuasion. But there were quite a few white folks and Indian folks and black folks. Wow. I just somehow ended up with a bunch of Asian friends. Cool. Who knows how that happened? You like who you like. Whatever. Um, but I think part of it stemmed from me and all my, like, struggling to fit in with whoever. Like, I never felt black enough for the black people, white people. And, like, when I was younger, younger, like, un- below fifth grade. Mm-hmm. I did have like a group of black girlfriends and then I guess they like outgrew me. Like they started doing the perms and getting their Wait a minute, wait a minute. Is that the last like, time you had like black girlfriends? girlfriends? Whoa. Yeah, was actually. I your, like, was I your like first black girlfriend as an adult in New York? That was a black woman? Yeah. Ooh. It's okay. I don't want to hear about my competition. Let's move on. No, 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 no. I'm thinking. <laughs> I think you're right. Like, I feel like most of my other friends, if they were black, it's because I met them through someone else and they were like my friend through like a boyfriend or through someone mm-hmm. else. Like, I don't think I had my own like girlfriend, girlfriend. Yeah, you just found me out in the wild. Yeah. I did. And I was like, that, that's, she's, that's, I'm gonna, she's my, that one. <laughs> I want her to be my friend. <laughs> That one. We still talk about people this way, so it's great. <laughs> we do. We do. Are we gonna be here for Kwanzaa? So Kwanzaa. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. So I just felt like I was supposed to be a representative of something I didn't fully understand, and I didn't mm-hmm. necessarily not associate with it. But the whole idea of like a man-made holiday, which they're all man-made holidays. I get that, but like it just felt like somebody. This was is in like, recent history, though. Like yeah. It felt like some, one day somebody was like, we don't, we don't have a black holiday. And I guess that was in the time where I didn't understand the need for like. Yeah, I get that. 
safe spaces and community and and it's not for a lack of the people around me trying to get me to understand that like my mother was you were a child about it, and the but, holiday was less than 25 years old <laughs> so right, and i'm just like so you just decided to make a holiday one day like i just <laughs> like it i couldn't wrap my head around it like mm-hmm, okay so mm-hmm. we have and like the idea of creating traditions was also really strange for me. Like, oh, so sure. we just gonna be lighting these candles? Like, what? <laughs> what do we? Well, for me, it's funny because Kwanzaa. I so I since you spoke about identity in that same way, where I was never black enough for the black people, never Latina enough for the Latina people. It was like, wait a minute, what's this Kwanzaa thing? Because that was not in my house. We didn't. We didn't have the Kwanzaa. I saw it in school. In school, I, I heard about it. There was like, there was on the bulletin boards and whatnot. But the point being that this year was the year that I became most informed about Kwanzaa, about how young it was or how recent it was, um, that it is Would you like to explain how you understand Kwanzaa now? Ooh, sure. Because we, we um, just been talking about Kwanzaa, but we haven't actually explained what it is. My understanding of Kwanzaa is that it is supposed to be, well, it's a man-made holiday, if you will, mm-hmm. or rather a recent man-made holiday that was made out of necessity to unite the race, the people, if you will, and that there are seven principles that are celebrated throughout this holiday and you as a family are supposed to light candles so and the it's a canora correct not a menorah how do the candles correlate to the the principles there's seven candles right i have no idea so you're gonna fill that in yep (laughs) okay so my i actually had a canora in my house and i actually was one of my favorite things that we had in our house and at some point it broke it's made of wood but we glued it back together it was okay. okay um but you have Okay, so you have three red candles, three green candles, and a black candle in the middle. There are seven of them. And each night you light a candle. For, it's very similar to the concept of Kwanzaa, where you light a candle each night. Um, but for you different mean Hanukkah? Reasons. Look at you. Like- oh, <laughs> what did I say? Did I say Kwanzaa? You did. Oh, dear. <laughs> but, yeah, Hanukkah. Which I had my issues with that. I was like, did we just steal? <laughs> menorah like we ain't even try that hard though (laughs) (laughs) i'm getting there i'm getting there don't okay okay Mm -hmm. i was a child so yeah so you have seven candles and each night you each night you light a candle and reflect on the principle of that day um and all the principles are based around um like community and unity and like self-awareness just very like building the black community type of yeah so you have Emoja, um, Kujidakalia, Ujima, Ujama, Nia, Kumba, and Imani. Um, oh, I went to school with a girl named Imani. So did oh. I. Oh, shit. All right. So That's what's up. So did I. Okay. Actually, there was so, a family. It was Imani, Naima, Tucson. Like, they just all had, they were just, the, they were, it was great. And their dad was, he was like the, like, the spokesperson in my life. Or, or black like if I had a question, I knew where to go. If I needed to, he was a that town answer. elder. In really, pretty much. Like okay. I feel okay. like any clarity that I needed in those subjects, he would have provided it happily. Um, but yeah, it's just I I just couldn't wrap my head around why we were like it. Just felt made up. I think that's what it was. It's like, are we play holidaying right now? Like this ain't Christmas. <laughs> this ain't Hanukkah. <laughs> It's not rooted in some like 
historical event that happened where a bunch of people died or somebody and interestingly know? for me i think it was <clears throat> as a child if you will things weren't validated if it wasn't on television and the only television show i ever saw that i think even acknowledged kwanzaa was living single i want to say there was an episode really oh, i with- love that show that People used to tell me I looked like Maxine as a child, and I didn't I know who she was. I can see it! Oh my gosh! I'm not upset. I just, I was like, but I don't look like that. Now I have braids in my hair. Maybe I'll be kind of do look like Maxine. Anyway. Anyhow, but I never saw it on like the Cosby show. So I was like, it can't be that popular if the Cosby show don't have Kwanzaa. Like, but talking about holidays that we're experiencing that are outside of the most of the of most the popular commercialized. culture. The commor- commercialized culture. Three Kings Day is coming up. Which I have no idea what it is. And every year people like talk about it and I never took the time to figure it out. Is that okay, so who celebrates Three Kings Day, first of all? So actually I just learned something yesterday. So originally I would have answered if you would have asked me this question yesterday, I would have answered it with, which is still not untrue, but it's not complete, that in the Latino culture, we celebrate Three Kings Day, which Three Kings Day is is January 6th. And that is essentially the day that the three kings went up to baby Jesus's crib, a.k.a. the manger. Oh, it took them like two weeks to get there. Jeez. Exactly. And they, you know, they brought some frankincense, some Mm -hmm. myrrh, some gold. Mm -hmm. Yeah, all of the the presents, all of the presents. And so that's when we celebrate Three Kings Day. And in the hood, I would like to say, and maybe it wasn't just the hood, but if you weren't good, if you weren't a good kid, let's say you had bad grades or whatever, they would hold your Christmas presents hostage until three kings day and stop i'm so serious oh the tears that must have resulted (laughs) oh my goodness i was never a victim i know people though um and or (laughs) if you know if family if ma was broke you know for Mm -hmm. christmas then three kings day was when things were celebrated and you put um like a wooden like a basket underneath your bed with hay on it okay and that's where the presents are supposed to go um, so so that's like the up. tree, but not really. Yeah, exactly. Well, no, because you have to remember, baby Jesus, he was supposedly, you know, in a manger or in a, in a what do you, like, is that a, a, like a barn? What have you? With the animals? Mm-hmm. The donkeys? He was in a manger. So it's sort of, you know, we're trying to re- we're trying to emulate that situation shit. But what I learned yesterday, bus how, ooh, I should have added this to the bus how section, but the bus how, <laughs> Ivan also celebrates Three Kings Day. What? Are you okay. from the Ukraine? Yeah, he is from the Ukraine. And well, more specifically, he doesn't celebrate it. He had heard about it, right? And okay, so okay. apparently okay, a fine. lot of Eastern Europeans celebrate Three Kings Day as well. Learned this yesterday and was like, oh, oh dips, word, because you from the other, other side of the world. So yes. look at how this little baby is connecting our cultures. But anyhow, um, I was really excited to hear. But why celebrate that day? Is it in addition to Christmas? In addition, as yeah. A- oh, Christmas. well, it's also because okay. Christmas Day is also, in like from the religious sense, it's not a day in okay. which presents are necessarily exchanged. Christmas Day, like what I grew up Catholic. I am no longer, but you know, that's who my Jesus was back in the day. He was a Catholic man. He was a Catholic um, Jesus. Oh, long he was a blonde Catholic hair. Jesus, rather. Long, yes, with long you, blonde beautiful hair. Beautiful blue I eyes. Mm-hmm. He had blue eyes. Yeah. I, I know a nice right bronzy tan, but not too much. Yeah. Not too much. Not too. He might have even burned a little bit. But anyway. Um, <laughs> but 
And then the Christmas presents weren't exchanged until Three Kings Day. So you went to church Christmas. Maybe there was a little family dinner or whatnot. But only as I got older did it become more of a materialistic holiday. Um, but historically, like even back home, like where grandma's from, my mom's mom, which is Honduras, that wasn't going to be a huge day for Christmas presents. The presents were going to go down Three Kings Day. It was mostly church and food for Christmas. It was family. So there's that. Wow. Anyhow. Trump transition is where we're at. Okay. And this week is mostly just him and all of this Russia nonsense. Lord of mercy. And I guess Obama got rid of a bunch of Russian ambassadors because of their involvement in the like hacking. Yeah, it was like all... 37 of them or something. It was like over 30 people. Yep. So Putin, I'm, you know, my boy Putin over in, not my boy, but Trump's boy. Well, I say, what's your relationship with Putin? <laughs> I ain't got a relationship with Putin. Um, but he decided that he is gonna take the high road and not retaliate. He gonna let it stay there. Because uh, Trump is coming into office in 20 days. He is just biding yeah. his time. I bet you Trump gave him a call, was like, don't worry about it, Putin, I got you. I got Word. you, Putin. I got Word. you. I know Obama's throwing a fit right now. He's just doing his last few little things he thinks he can do. But when mm -hmm. I get in there, we got you covered. Don't you do nothing, Putin, just hold tight. I'm over a damn here. shame. And he's over here <laughs> tweeting the dumbest of things. Like, I just can't. Why does Trump still have control of his Twitter? And why does it not matter? That's the thing that's pissing me off. Like, he is clearly <laughs> unfit, which has never been a secret. But nothing is weak. It's like we can't do anything but watch our country crumble. <laughs> Pretty much. That, that <laughs> seems about right. That's he's pissing right. off China. He's pissing off everyone. And... Like, uh, I just, I don't know. And he's, okay. just like, he's having, like, he's having Trumpian, I'm calling them Trumpian. What the fuck? <laughs> fights okay, yeah. on Twitter with regular ass people, like mm -hmm. petty stuff. Just, I mean, I'm sure the other people will be like, but isn't it great that he talks no, to little people? It's not. It's <laughs> not great. And they're not little people. They're people who are in reality who are calling Trump on his crap. Mm -hmm. And he can't mm -hmm. handle it because he's a child. Who is now going to be our president? So in regards to being solution oriented, and in this case, Trump, <sighs> have you heard of the Black Pack? Tell me more. So a PAC, P-A-C, is a political action committee. Oh. I was a part of a, a PAC, yeah, street PAC. PAC, back in New York, which was in relation to transportation. But essentially, a PAC is allowed to endorse a, um, at least my understanding of it, you're allowed to endorse um, people who are campaigning for any particular political position um, and give them money. And whereas, say, a nonprofit organization is not allowed to do that. Um, so Black Pack is, and this is a description from their website, an independent Black-led organization that will use the power of elections and government to change our economic justice and social systems with the alt-right in the White House, our community is at risk. Um, their website is blackpack, so B-L-A-C-K-B-A-C, sorry, P-A-C dot com. And I recently signed up <clears throat> to just like learn more about exactly what that looks like for them and to see if I want to contrib contribute my dollars towards this. But I'm appreciative of the fact that someone was like, okay, let's actually get our ducks in a row here and use our political power, strength in numbers and so forth towards trying to 
I don't want to necessarily even say make change. I want to say perhaps even just maintain what we, the changes and the progress that we have made in the past, like 40, 50, 60 years in this country um, with this new Trump transition. So yes, the black pack, they're seeking solutions, friends. Um, So that's someone, or that's a place to go to support, do a thing. Afropunk, they recently listed or created a list of companies that support Donald Trump and they're very clear, which is what I appreciate about this list, about how these companies have supported Trump. So if it's a former owner, so for example, one of the biggest ones is PayPal, which to be clear, and this list does spe- uh, specify, the former owner of PayPal, whose name I will not say, um, is a super excited, enthusiastic Trump supporter. And so a lot of folks are like, oh, I'm going to stop using PayPal. Now, all in all, I'm sure this man still gets some sort of kickback from PayPal, or maybe not, because he's like rolling in it. He's a multimillionaire, if not a billionaire, because um, he has funded several companies. He also has funded or like given money to Facebook. So it's that kind of a thing where you just know who the investors have been. Um, but yeah, you know who to boycott if you decide you actually want to make sure that your money stays black. Ooh, I like that. I need to coin that. If you want your money to stay black, <laughs> or at least anti-Trump, <laughs> You did you buy your um? Did you buy? I your, haven't bought my right? my detergent yet. I bought my laundry detergent out. and my my book. Because oh, my, w- my W E B um Du Bois book. Hell yeah! Because Amazon made that suggestion. I was like, you know what? I won't do that. <laughs> Damn right. Um, I haven't bought it yet because we haven't run out of our existing detergent, and I want to make sure we finish. Which we probably have two more loads of laundry before. Okay. okay. But yeah, I will get it. When does yours come in? Um, the 9th of January. Oh, dang. That's some slow but, shipping. Well, yeah. Um, but you know, sometimes it takes a little patience. And I it's the holiday it season, so I assume that delivering and, and, and shipping things has a delay on it. Cool. Was it free shipping? It wasn't. It was about $5 shipping. Okay, so it's not um, prime shipping. They're actually the no, ones shipping it. No, they're the ones shipping okay. it. Okay, I can um, respect that. I, yeah. I will not complain. But what's really cool is, I guess, one ounce per load. So I bought the 101 ounce bottle. So I'm set Damn. for a while. Because it was I, like I, $15 for the 101 ounce bottle of yeah. true laundry detergent and $5 shipping. So for 20 bucks, I'm set for a real long time. Damn skippy. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't, I, don't, I don't know how many months it'll take me to get through it. I'm going to keep track <laughs> Okay, let let us know. And I mean, um, when I get mine, I'll, I'll I'll try and keep track. And then the Freedom Toilet Paper, I'm trying to figure out how to make that happen because the way that they sell it um, isn't necessarily economical for my purposes right now. So Okay, um, what, do you have to buy like 100 at a time? <laughs> well, they do have a 20-pack, I think. Okay. And that might be the way I need to go. But I'm just... Yeah, there's a 20-pack of Scott in my bathroom right now. <laughs> so yeah. Yeah, I'm this. trying to work it out. Um, okay, yeah. but keep my money. Black. I mean, if you maybe we could even split it because you know how you're supposed to come up. Mm-hmm. Maybe we could split we a be, pack. We of be, 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 spl- be splitting stuff for sure, just sure. you know, because we live so close, <laughs> you know. <laughs> um, black cap, I'm telling you, shoot. All right, so and then the last thing for Trump transition. So somebody has written a book, um, and it's called Why Trump Deserves Trust, Respect, and Admiration. Nope. Next thing, please. Next no, 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 thing, no, 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 wait for it, wait for it. 
if you open this book, <laughs> the pages are blank. <laughs> <laughs> Wait. Every single page. Wait, so <laughs> is this person actually selling this book? Because that's kind of genius. Uh, yeah, they're selling it for $8 on Amazon, $7.99 on Amazon. And oh the back, it says, God. drawing upon exclusive interviews and exhaustive research, political analyst David King has compiled a complete and brilliantly accurate account of Donald Trump's virtues and qualities. This is a refreshingly wow. different oh, biographical masterpiece. Wow. And it's just full of blank pages. It's 206 pages of nothing because... Like, I'm not going to pay $8 for nothing. I also am not going to pay $8, but I'm very amused by the idea. I am also <laughs> amused. And if... But I would have spent $8 if the money was going towards, say, Black Pack. <laughs> like, I mean, it was going towards... The suggestion was that you could use it for notes. So it could be like an, an $8 notebook. <laughs> mm. Mm, but not, it still has Trump's name on it, so it I don't sure know. Does. Um, but it might mm. it might make you feel real nice every time you open a blank book. But I I can't. <laughs> I I don't have as a member of Broke Five Broke. I don't have a mem the funds to to support this part. We ain't got adventure. it. Mm -mm. We ain't got it. But mm -mm. I'm amused. Moving on to fix it, Black Jesus. Mm -hmm. So something I would like Black Jesus to fix, which I feel like, oh, damn it. See, I can't just say. But it's 2016. We should know better, or people should do better. But Old Navy did, cre created an ad recently showing an interracial family. It's black dad, white mommy, two mocha babies. Um, I guess not mocha. They're more, they're two babies <laughs> that are light-skinned. And people, both white people and black people, have posted angrily about how dare you try to perpetuate this lie that we should be combining our races. And there was one, oh, actually, I don't even want to tell you what the people have been posting. The point of the story is, this is starting to hit home because I think Ivan and I might have babies one day. And, and when they will you be mocha babies. And they will be mocha babies. And, or will they? Because the way genetics are set up, right? And like, that's a concern of mine, which could be a whole other conversation that my babies won't look black. That's a major concern of mine. And I, because I want huh. my babies to look like me, um, at least, or have like features that would be ones that would connect them to you know my culture and my race and, and so forth um and so then when you mention your you know the town elder who had all the super afro centric names in his family mm -hmm. i'm thinking like my child might be blonde haired blue eyed named kareem because like i need the people to know which i've seen before like I you need, know the people need to know i need it to be so and I don't know why I need the people to know other than because I'm black. And Are I'm there black. any white Jamals? There might be. I mean, I feel like. I feel like, I I feel feel like that's a very common be. name, but I don't know if I've ever met a white Jamal. Carry on. I'm sorry. Well, no, but the point there being like these sorts of issues that folks are having where I'm thinking to myself, like, wait, will it be more difficult for a child of mixed race to grow up in a Trump world versus a black person, ha, huh, nothing's more difficult, but or a just straight up white passing person. Can you repeat that? So, yeah. you went out for a second. It goes back to the beginning of our conversation about being not being white enough or being black enough. Like, I'm thinking about my future babies. Like, this will be a reality for them. Not that I'm pregnant, nor do I intend to be <laughs> in the next five years. I'm that, I just need that to be clear. I am putting that out there in the universe. The no six babies, babies are not lined up yet. They are not All six up. of them. All six are, you gonna, are you gonna have yeah. six babies back to back? That is the goal. I want to be like knocked up for like. Couplets. 
Oh, hell no. <laughs> hey, take, don't put that out there. I used to I'm sorry. I take it back. I take it back. Oh, my God. Did you see the thing with the, uh, it was like Gigi Haddad or whatever her name is. And she was in an ad for something. It was, I don't even remember what the company was. But she was pushing a baby stroller with mixed babies. And oh, oh, my God. And the baby, it was Versace, I believe. Was it Versace? Yeah, it was Versace. Because I started singing that. Versace, Versace. I started singing that song. The Cuban, I, like, the Cuban, whoa. The um, the chain links on the baby's, like, hands or something? Were there chain links? I didn't even get that far. Girl, girl. Yes, there were strict. I'm going to find this picture. I'm oh, Lord. Find- well, anyway, oh. I remember, like, the thing, okay, so people were pissed off about this. Not necessarily because it was a mixed-race couple, though. They're mad because Gigi Haddad is, how old is she? Like, 21? And the baby okay. were, like, one of them is, was walking, so he had to be about six. Like, Well, people start like, walking at, like, two. Right, but he was tall. He looked like a first grader was the thing. And they were like, oh, they're promoting teen pregnancy because she would have had to have him at a very early age. And and I'm like, would this question have come up if it were, you know, like one of those, um, like that was the thing, that was like the preeminent thing that people were upset about. I don't know. And I feel like it was because because when that picture came out, the people that I was about, they were upset at the fact that the baby in the stroller had chains well, around these her arms and hands. These weren't black people oh, that were saying so that. with the white people, got you. Mm-hmm. White people were concerned. And I'm, I'm thinking it's because she was with a black male. They assumed that yeah. she was knocked up at an early age. And obviously this is speculation, but this is what they were like saying. But these are the same and, people that didn't care that the baby girl in the stroller had chains around her arms and legs mm-hmm. and such. Get the, get the. I did not look too deep into that picture. I, I will take another look at it. That mm-hmm. is not okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Good God. Fix it, Black Jesus. Fix it. So the lady in Fort Worth, Texas, basically her son was assaulted. Mm-hmm. Did you see this? No. What color is she? She black. Okay. You know she black. Uh, I, yeah. mm-hmm. So a man physically confronted her seven-year-old son for littering. Okay. And she went up to him. There's a video, obviously. Um, she went up to him and she's like, don't put your, you can't put your hands on my son. Wait, he like, put his not hands okay. on her son? Yes, because he littered. Because he littered. Okay, so. Tell the me son got black. <laughs> the son, she was just all up in his face. The police got Reasonably called. So. And they arrested her. No, that's not how the story's supposed to end. <laughs> they arrested her. That's not how it goes. I've watched this a while ago and I should have watched it today to refresh. But what I remember the the huh moment um was Wow. Yeah, no, it was it was bad. He she she was like, You shouldn't put your hands on my son, blah blah blah, whatever. And the cop goes, Well, he shouldn't have littered. Wow. Like something like that. And it was like, really? Really? Wow. Really? Like what? No, this is what? When, what? See, all the things, all of my responses would be violent. So, like, right. I'm not ready for this. But her I'm responses not... were never violent. She was just being loud and mad. And so then, what, the, wait, and so had, why did the police even right. show up? Why did the police even show up? It was a very loud confrontation that was being had. So probably strangers know. called the police? Yeah, I don't know who called the police, but mm. she mm. got arrested. 
Get the F out of here. Arrested. And I guess her daughter was video recording this. And there were like complaints mm-hmm. that the daughter was like, during this recording, she just kept swearing and swearing and swearing. People were like, oh, that's unnecessary, blah, blah, blah. It's like, you can't tell Get people the- how to react oh. to the heat of the moment. Her mom is being arrested. Her sister is being arrested for some crap that like doesn't make any sense in a, like, in a universe where things Did they arrest just. the white man? No, of course not. I need, we need to talk about something that's going to bring me joy. Because this is, this is pissing me off. Like, this is ridiculous. Okay. It was literally, it was like, I'm sorry, one more thing. It was just so mm-hmm. obvious that the cop's ego had been tested. Like, oh, he yeah. was upset that this black woman had the nerve to, like, step to him like that. To, like, call him out on foolishness, <sighs> which it was obviously foolishness. And he felt mm-hmm. the need to arrest her. Mm-hmm. Mind you, seven-year-old little boy was assaulted for littering littering laura granted i understand that that's against the law but you don't put your hands on somebody because they litter i mean you don't put your hands on somebody's child period you don't like unless you're saving their life Mm -hmm. or Mm -hmm. saving them from harm Mm -hmm. you don't put your hands on a stranger's child period no, you do so, not. And I'm definitely anti- A seven-year-old Lauren. Littering. Seven. It was my New Year's resolution about 20 years ago to never litter again. And that is one resolution I have kept up with. The point being, this is a time for oh, moms. Oh, were you one of those New Yorkers who thought the ground was your trash can? But, like, I had rules, though, okay? So, like, mom nah, was like, no, 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 no. It wasn't the ground. I never put trash on the ground. Okay, maybe I had, mm-hmm. but... Like I have I watched could... people legit just throw like oh done with this and just toss it and I can't okay. let it go like I have to so pick it that, up and throw it in the trash can. That is usually right next to them. <laughs> I probably littered once like outside like outside of a space. Mm-hmm. So my other form of littering was like I would just leave my trash in the, the bus or in the train. Laura, because I figured. They have people that clean, right? But then I, I became better. At 10-year-old Laura was like, no, Laura, you can do better. <laughs> you can, you do, can better. do better. I'm glad and you I, did better. And I did do, and I continue to do better. I'm now the person that puts their trash inside of their purse. Actually, I don't carry a purse, but in my bag. And uh, how did this turn? Okay. The point is. We're done here. We're going to Don't touch on. nobody's kids. Don't touch people's kids. Fix that, Black Jesus. Fix it. Gosh. Black creations or Black creatives. Um. There, I was up one night with insomnia and just looking at Twitter and just like reading all of Roxanne's gay, Roxanne Gay's tweets because I think she's fantastic. And she retweeted about this box, this monthly or whatever, like one of those like subscription box subscriptions where. Oh, I just bought one. Uh huh. Keep going. Sorry. But this one is called Just Like Me and it's filled with black books for children. Like oh, black children's books. That makes it's, me so happy. It's really great. Um, but right now you can't get one because they like sold out or whatever. But oh. um, I'm on the list because I want to buy this for my nephew. Mm-hmm. Um, but you get a monthly subscription box with two to three children's books featuring characters of colors and fun book swag. Like how great is that? Oh, that makes me so much happy. Support a sister. Support Please a sister. tell me more. Yeah. What are we? What sisters we supporting? We supporting all sorts of black-owned businesses, sisters, so women. And it was started by Tony Daly, who is a YouTuber, and she's up in Canada. She's from Canada, and she would regularly 
I would say about once every couple months, create these hauls or essentially showcase these items that she had purchased from black owned businesses with her own coins, her own coins. Um, and now she's creating this box, a subscription box where you pay, I forget how many dollars it was. I want to say it was, it's a bi-monthly box and it's perhaps $30 every two months. And you'll get anything from a hair care product to a scarf. I mean, there might be a slap cap. I don't know. So I love it. I would it's like support to support system. Sister. I think it's. We're going to look, at it. We gonna look into the budget and see if it'll We're going to look into the budget. We're going to look into the broke by broke budget. And then I'll post mm-hmm. the link because it's it's dope. It's going to start. That is fantastic. I already started like collecting people's. Um, like I already gave her my money and I expect my first box in February. So I pre-ordered my box. Um, but I'll put up the support assist link because I am trying to keep my money black next year. So there's that. Yes. Okay. And so speaking of some sisters making it happen, these three women, um, they have started this company start called Blacker, B-L-K-R. And it's a clothing company that just has like really dope, you know, like graphics on the t-shirt or a hat or what have you. But they are, you know, being the change they want to see. And in that is making sure that people have that option to wear things that represent them and their culture. And interestingly, I am not yet at a place where I will always feel comfortable to wear something that says like, so one of the dudes in, and I forget his name, my apologies, on a post on the Extraordinary Negroes Facebook page or Instagram, whatever, had a a sweater that said blackity black. And I thought it was mm. dope as hell. And I'm like, oh, see, but the thing is, I live in Whitelandia, right? And I just... And, and, and they find that threatening. And it, I just, I wonder what that conversation would be like if I'm at work where you can dress very casually with my blackity black sweater on. And someone's like, so tell me more about blackity black. And it, I mean... I feel like I'm at the point now, though, where I want people to ask me those kinds of questions. Like, I feel like... And I guess this is a conversation for another time, but um, it it goes along with the whole concept of allies and co-conspirators or allies versus co-conspirators where I'm like, mm. allies wear safety pins, co-conspirators are standing right next to you when you need them to be. Um, I, 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 I guess with it, I guess with it. And so if my blackity black shirt is gonna threaten you, then I don't have time for you. Like I don't have time for you in my life right now because I'm wearing a shirt that I identify with, it's not offensive. I'm not saying kill the white people. Like that's not what that shirt says. It just See, says black black. How would you feel if somebody was wearing a shirt that said whitey McWhitey? I mean, I would probably laugh actually. <laughs> Which is an argument that is used often, but oh, given the nature of how, do. no, I understand. But given the nature of how black people have been suppressed and oppressed mm-hmm. for years and years and years, blackness has not been rejoiced and praised and embraced and which is what these girls it's a question of you can't i don't know embracing whiteness is just a strange thing and the associations with it are not usually positive because being white is you can be from somewhere but you can't be from you can't be white you know what i mean like you can't you can't be from white you can't be from white like either but yeah i get what you mean I don't know where the hell I'm from because my ancestors were taken from somewhere and brought here. And so Mm -hmm. I'm American as far as I know, but I'm black because that's the closest. We could get you the DNA test. (sighs) See, we're getting off topic, but Will's sister got a DNA test and they is from Africa, Africa, Africa. They are 90% African. Okay. Okay. But what part though? 
Africa's a whole country. Um, Nigeria, Cameroon, uh, there were some others. There's a list, but they they from all over the Africa's the Africa. Africa. Oh wait, but that's so that's so rare too that they're like straight up. Like, they are no straight. Other, like, there wasn't even a strain of European. It's, yeah, there was wow. like a few. Like they, they were ninety percent African, and like the rest was like a hodgepodge of this and that. Gotcha. But yeah, where do you think you'll be from? <sighs> I could be from anywhere. I have so many different like, kinds of years. Like my my pigmentation is red enough that I got. I know I'm partially Native American. I got curly hair and it's relatively coarse. So there's got to be some you know whiteness in there somewhere. I don't know. My grandma used to be really excited because we had white people in our family. Like that was a thing she said. <laughs> not my not my mama's grandma. Not my mama's mama. My daddy's mama. She was very mm -hmm, proud of it. Mm -hmm. And she had Wait, very thin coarse hair. Um, but we need know. to do this. Like you should we should do DNA I don't know tests. if I want to. I'm thinking about okay. it. Okay. All right. About it. I'll bring it up another time. Like I don't know if I want science to to identify me for me. But that's another conversation well, actually, for another I time. That, I have seen that gone wrong. So yeah. Yeah. Let's talk about that another time. <laughs> uh yeah. So yeah. Well, I don't know where we were, but that's that's where I'm at with that. Lovely, lovely. Oh, the black and the black shirt. That's where we were. Yeah. Wear your black and the black shirt. I'm at the point where if somebody has a question about it, they can ask me and I will tell them that I just am proud of being a black woman. And I think this shirt makes me happy and it has nothing to do with them or their non-blackness. Absolutely nothing. Um, I will I will get my blackity black shirt. Although that one I don't think is from Blacker, but yeah, essentially a lot of these brands are out there and they got they got some popping apparel out there that we should be supporting to keep our money black. black. I do check to see the about page and I look for somebody's black face to tell me that they're the owner of the company because I'm sure there is someone out there that is like, ooh, these people. You know what I was thinking about? I wonder if white people get excited about stuff like that. Like, I showed you this yoga app that I've been using called uh, yeah. Down Dog. Yeah, and I and saw a black lady, and I got so excited. Mm -hmm. I got and it's not even black excited. Old. I looked into it. It doesn't even matter. It's, there was representation of people who look like Hell. me, and I was, I was yes. like, okay, I, I'm. They thought about my 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 folks. I'm here with it. I'm here for it. And I just wonder. And I, maybe I need to ask a white person this. I don't know. But like, do, wait, if they get excited when they see a black person, does representation have an impact on them as a white person, not as a woman? or as anything else, but as a white person, does representation mean anything to them? Wait a minute, wait a minute, Aisha, but their representation is everywhere. So like- Oh, I'm aware, and that's my I, point. I think it's more- I'm making the assumption that they don't care, <laughs> but I just wanna oh, no, know. No, 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 but I think we know the answer because I think it's the absence of their representation that gets them upset. And by them, of course, I'm talking about the white people, not about you know every single person that is white or white passing, but the point to be, remember when they wanted Donald Glover to be, when someone suggested Donald Glover be a black Spider-Man and everybody lost their shit because how can Spider-Man of which, Donald Glover has been chosen to be part of this Han Solo movie. He's gonna be Lando Calrissian. I don't know nothing about no Star Wars. But I don't know nothing about no Star Wars, but that's a big deal. Oh, shit. Yeah, I don't know nothing about no Star Wars, but I know no. that um, Bradford Young is directing, I believe. Say word. That's or, what I don't know. There are black folks, black folks involved in this production. Well, the last Star Wars had black folk 
oh, what is that beautiful black man's name? He's from the motherland. I oh yes, yes, he was so great. Did you see the Did you see the clip where they're at the premiere and him and his boys were just like walling out? It was so. It was. <laughs> they were just yes. who they were, and it was like he, not trying to pretend he, to be all like astute and professional. It was like we are excited. Our like boy he, is in a Star Wars movie. Like this he's is like the embodiment Great. of black boy joy. Yes, it was fantastic. So oh, yeah. He's not the director of this film. He's everyone is the director of photography. Still a big deal. Still black folks involved. They will still get my money. Yes. Okay. Keeping our money black. I feel like that's the theme of this episode. This is, this is so my cool. husband really wants to see um, Doctor Strange and I won't I won't give them my money. I'm Wait, like, and they can't have Dr. yours Strange. either. What did I miss? Because, okay. So the ancient one could have been played by an Asian person, mm -hmm. um, but they used Tilda, was it Tilda Swinton, is that her name? Who's a fantastic actor and I've got nothing against her, but there's this, you know, the, this lack of people of color roles, especially people of Asian descent. And it's obnoxious because this role was created, it's like a role that they are meant to play. Wait, like, what, what do you mean meant to? I don't know about Doctor Strange. I'm okay, so the ancient that. one, I believe she'd be like a, she's like an androgynous or they are like an androgynous, like Tibetan, like kind of like the Oracle type person is my Ooh. understanding of it. But they've chosen a white woman to play this role, which- It sounds like this person is supposed to be one of the oldest people on the earth. So they obviously from Africa, Asia, so that wouldn't work, nope. Which they can, I mean, they can do it and they did it, whatever, but they had the opportunity to fill this role. If They love typecasting in Hollywood and they chose not to in a way that was negatively impacting a community of people who are always forgotten. And that's why they're not gonna get my money. Dang. I mean, I wasn't gonna watch it anyway, but now I'm gonna, I'm gonna intentionally not watch it. And it has nothing to do with her. I ain't got nothing against her or what's her face? Um, I get it. Yeah. Ghost in the Shell, Scarlett Johansson, right? That's who's doing that one? Yeah. That's another one where that happened. Where that, it's like, I think that movie is like legit Japanese and they have this like white woman playing. Well then, <laughs> um, well then. Right, it's like you guys had the opportunity, like y'all couldn't find that one. I know they got lots of Japanese folks in the world. I know some of them can act real well. Probably a lot of them. Seriously. I'm, I feel like you had choices and you made this one. So you will not be receiving my dollars. Alrighty. Okay. No money for them. Not for me. Um, I'm sure they'll make plenty of money. It oh, just won't be mine. That's all. We need our money for our supporter sister boxes. Okay. Sure do. <laughs> and my toilet paper. And for our detergent and the toilet paper. <laughs> so bust how? Have you heard of this man? No. <laughs> Daryl Davis. Who is he? And he makes friends with KKK members. This is a black man. I'm sorry, why? Uh, right? I know, I know. There's a documentary that's going to be coming this out. This sounds familiar, it. actually. I feel like I I have erased, since erased this from my memory, but please refresh. Well, recently, Business Insider posted about this, where this man, Daryl, um, he has been befriending people from the KKK and other white supremacy groups with the intention of essentially giving them an opportunity to learn or uh, be in the same space with a black person. 
and he eventually befriends them and he has been able to collect like robes and people's hoods as they have decided to leave the oh okay, he's doing the good lord's work okay <laughs> he is doing the lord's work and he says he's gotten a lot of negative backlash from okay. the black community because it's like why are you trying to befriend these people who clearly don't get so here's how i feel about you? that tell me your feelings because i have those too <laughs> feelings that is not yours <laughs> Have you ever watched The Walking Dead? I'm not gonna talk about the zombie apocalypse, I, I promise. But have you ever watched The Walking Dead? <laughs> I have watched The Walking Dead, yeah. Okay, so toward the beginning, when Carl and Rick are still figuring out their lives, there's a point, um, Dale, it was Dale who said, everyone's got a job to do. Was it Dale or was it Maggie's dad? Somebody said that, all right? Somebody in The Walking Dead said okay. that. And the whole idea, <laughs> Um, Herschel, I think his name was. The whole idea is that everybody oh. has a role to play in making this community work, right? Mm -hmm. To helping us mm -hmm. survive this zombie apocalypse. Now, in America, with racism and all of the other things that are going on, everybody's got a job to do. This man found his calling befriending KKK members, and you know good and damn well that you and I are not going to do that work. That's not my job. But that's, that's the my job work. that he has found that he can do. And therefore, he should do that job. Because it is you know what? a positive impact in a way. And while we can't fully understand why anybody in their right mind <laughs> would take the time to do such things and use their pre precious minimal amounts of patience that they have left after dealing with all the other things they have to deal with during their life. Mm -hmm. to do these things, he is still choosing to do these things. And therefore I say, go on my brother, you do the good Lord's work. You convert these KKK members and you let me know how they get out. Cause I still don't know they canceled that A&E show. <laughs> oh shit, blood in, blood out. I don't remember what it was gonna be called, but that's what I'm calling it. <laughs> it canceled blood in, blood out? <laughs> Damn. Well, apparently the producers were paying the participants and they weren't supposed to do that. Like they were giving that, money like, to the KKK members or something. I don't know, but they've they've canceled this show. They've pulled this show. So we won't know wait, how you get out. Wait, the wait, KKK. wait. They gave money to the KKK members? Well, I guess for their cooperation, they received compensation. Okay. Which I don't know how the rules work, but apparently it's against them. Um, and so they have pulled that show. So maybe Daryl Davis knows, because I just really want to know how you get out. How? I still want to know how you get out the KKK. I sure do. I sure I do. I know how. I was really waiting Without for that thing piece. With... They were going to tell me. Damn. Now I ain't going to get it. I'm not going to know. Not from them. I'm not trying to help nobody in the KKK. That's not, that is not my calling. But Daryl Davis, you, you go on. Do it, all. do it, brother. Do it. Just stay safe, brother. That sounds like a very dangerous role to play. How will you be <laughs> ringing in the new year? Uh, when we're done recording, I'm going to go for a bike ride. After that, I'm probably going to do a bunch of nothing with my husband. Maybe crack open a bottle of two-buck chuck, make some chicken, sit on a couch with my animals and my husband, and probably fall asleep before the stroke of midnight and be perfectly fine doing that. I do not care. Um, but yeah. Mm -hmm. Wait, but you ain't going to eat your grapes at midnight then? I, what is with the grapes, Laura? Please explain the grapes again. I don't, I don't even have grapes. <laughs> And I know last year when you was here, we was going all over Kingdom Come looking for some grapes. We did not succeed. <laughs> it was at Target, though, we discovered later on. Um, we, and we got our grapes later in the day. It was okay. It was okay. It was okay. <laughs> it, it still counted. It still counted. 
Um, I would like to think I had a pretty good 2016, more or less, and it was because of my grapes. Alan Rickman. Alan Rickman. So the grapes. I will explain the grapes. So at midnight, actually, both Ivan and I are going to be doing cultural things during midnight. Oh, my gosh. So the way we're celebrating, um, (laughs) what is the day called? New Year's Eve? <laughs> is well, we're I'm I'm cooking a little something, something, but not too much. I'm still in my yeah, room. Probably just gonna make some chicken um, and rice, you know. No, no, no great. Get some leftover champagne, like well, an unopened bottle from what's it called Thanksgiving. So we're gonna pop that. It is customary, at least in my household, to have twelve grapes at the sh- like once midnight hits. You kiss your loved ones, and then you eat twelve grapes, one grape for each month. So that you have a good, fruitful, <laughs> sweet year. And Aisha's laughing at my traditions. No, I'm not. I just imagine there being like 23 grapes or like somebody is short a grape for some reason. <laughs> and it caused me so much anxiety in that moment. I'm like, but what if there aren't enough grapes? Well, Please keep going. Ivan just came back. He came back with the grapes, so we good. We also went to the, um, I, I think it was a Russian store yesterday, and he got some caviar. A Russian store? And we went Carry to the Russian store, and there is um, w- one of his traditions in his family is to have caviar on a baguette. Um, caviar on a baguette. At, yes, girl. So okay. he just came from picking up the baguette, fresh baguette, and he, he done bought the caviar yesterday. I'm learning so, so much. So we don't have and we gonna have our grapes. It's gonna be a happy motherfucking new year. That's what's gonna happen. And we, all right. We're doing all the things. We're doing all the things from the comfort of our pajamas. I feel like I want to start a tradition now. Like, damn. Like y'all got grapes and baguettes and caviar. We 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 start in traditions. We start in traditions. I'm gonna come up with something. I'll let you know what happens. We gonna do something. That's the other one. I got some, I, mean, I got some stuff in the fridge. We gonna figure it out. Oh gosh, let me know what you come up with. Let me know what you come up with. Oh Lord. In the meantime, because I think I think it might be time to go. I think it, it is might time, be time to go. For us to it's very much time to go. We have stayed way too long. <laughs> Subscribe, rate, and review. I think we have one review on iTunes from Oh Anita. Anita. Hey, Thanks, girl. girl. And uh, we want more. We would also like you to like us yeah. on Facebook. Follow us on Instagram. Can you follow Fix the Black Jesus on Twitter? I I'm trying to well, provide. Fix it Black Jesus posted stuff. <laughs> fix it Black Jesus does post stuff sometimes, but ain't nobody there to see it. Okay. <laughs> I'm gonna start reposting you yes. and all those things. Give us feedback. We want feedback. Aisha and I, we take constructive criticism so well. So we do. Please, we do. Please give us the feedback. Let us know what you think, and we'll see what we want to do with it. <laughs> but anyway, right. well, I'm Aisha McGowan. I'm Laura Sonny. And this is Fix It Black Jesus. Bye. Please fix it, Black Jesus. Yes. I Felicia to the 2016 year.